You're listening to V for Vertigo, episode 102. Something kind of vertigo going on here. I've been seeing fables in my dreams. I've been laying scalped out here for hours in this swamp in New Orleans. I've been reading spells from books and magic, trying just to help blaze trails to you. Feeling like a loser, so, so tragic. Feeling like I'm left to preach at all the time spent moving all so slow It's something kind of vertigo Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo Where I'm in the air everywhere Streaming on the vast world wide web And this podcast is one man's journey into the world of all things Vertigo Comics Because everything else is just picture books I'm your host, Mark B-L-A, 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 Johnson. And this week's spoiler-filled review will cover Fables, The Mean Seasons, by Bill Willingham and Mark Buckingham. And hello, everybody. Yeah, did you watch the Lakers just get an ass whooping? This is like, who's your daddy? The Dallas Mavericks? And, man, that felt so good. I was so tempted to call up my family and be like, ah, who are big Lakers fans? <laughs> Just laugh in their face. I'm a terrible cousin. So, it was an interesting game. But, man, the Lakers, they, it's hard to say. Did the, did the Mavericks play well? I mean, the Mavericks did play well. But how badly did the Lakers play? Because... Man, their uh, defensive rotation was just non-existent. <laughs> they were giving guys who can shoot the three wide open threes. Uh, there's one thing if you're leaving like Zach Randolph and Kevin Love open. You're like, okay, okay. Those guys, they can hit threes. But come on. You'd be like, I'll right, give, give it to you more often than not. They're leaving uh, Jason Terry. Jet in name, not in game. And Peja Stojakovic open, and it was like, dude, it's like buckets, buckets, and then Odom, oh, and then it just unraveled, and there was like no ball movement, and then Odom cheap shotted Novitski, and then Bynum really cheap shotted fucking Barrera, and oh, if I was on that team, I would have beat Bynum's ass. Uh, I was like, you hit the littlest, you hit a guy who's not only jumping in the air, which is fucking dangerous, you're the tallest guy on the court, and you're hitting the littlest guy on the court, and he, I mean, to be fair, Barrera made him all look ridiculous, Barrera looked like he was Chris Paul, I mean, he good, I mean, he not that good, but it was interesting, so, I'm glad that LA's not in it, but. I actually think the Mavericks are going to go to the finals, whether they face OKC or the uh, who's the other team, Memphis, because as they've shown, well, who would give them the harder, the harder matchup? That is interesting. Might be Memphis because they have it more of an inside game than the Lakers, but as it's shown, uh, the late uh, the Mavericks also have. A couple of big guys to play some D, and it, the question is, well, no one's gonna guard Dirk, but 
who uh, I would assume the Grizzlies uh, would rotate a little better than <laughs> the fucking Mavericks, <laughs> and they have a decent point guard. So I think the Grizzlies uh, would have a better chance. As an OKC, you gotta really wonder. Yeah, OKC, like who's the third option? Yeah. So yeah, I mean Durant gonna torch you, but then that kind of cancels Dirk. Well, but I no. And Westbrook's been having a shitty playoff series ever since people said he was a ball hog. And the guy's just mental power. I, he has that face I want to punch. It's just like, dude, come on. So, it'll be the Heat and the Mavericks in the finals again. It'll be a repeat of 06. 06 season. That'll be interesting. I like that storyline. Unfortunately, the Celtics are old. But they won't get it done. That was crazy the way Rondo's arm was just like, oh. I mean, I was like, oh. Ah, it was all bent backwards. And hopefully the Celtics will win. I don't like the Heat. They can win it later. I'm not watching basketball. Yeah, so far it's been a good playoffs. Lakers lost. Mm, like good first round. I don't know about the second round. And the game's on right now, and I'm missing, so I gotta hurry up and record this shit. So, yeah, do I really want to talk? There's something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I'll talk about it next week, because it might, it might go more with uh, the book I'm going to review next week. Do I? Yeah, I guess I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait till next week. So, as uh, per bar, per bar? Yeah. There's no news this week, so uh, let's get down to it, because I'm starving, and I want to watch the game. And now it's time for the rundown. So, I'm so tired. I just recorded an interview with someone. My first oral interview. Felt good. Um, so, uh, we're reviewing uh, Fables, The Mean Seasons by Bill Willingham and Mark Buckingham. And it's weird. A lot of things happen in this book. But nothing happens in this book. Does that make any sense? So, let's see. The first issue or two, Cinderella is having a girl's night out with Snow... Sleeping Beauty? I think. And then she she goes and has a dilly dance. Dalance? A rendezvous. I just mispronounced two words. With Ichabod... Ichabon? Ichabog. Ichabond. With Ichabod? Icha something. Crane. Crane! And it turns out, and it seems like Cinderella is working for the adversary. The adversary. Which I feel like saying that every time. So, is, uh, and then Ichabod? Ichabond. Icha something. So, Crane is gonna betray Fable Town. To get a place in the hierarchy of the adversary. But it turns out that uh, Cinderella was actually working for Big B, and Cinderella's a spy. And now she was sleeping with Crane, and he was gonna marry her. So, and then Crane is busted, and then at the end, so I still don't understand this why some fables die and some don't. Because it could, it could, it something. Crane is pretty popular, but. Uh, Big B kills him like a blow to the head or something. I don't get it. So next is a couple issues about uh, 
Big B, it's a flashback. He helps the Allied forces infiltrate some German castle. Is that the like my German accent? I don't even know. Some stuck is in Dutch. That German language is so angry. You could say like I love you. And then it'd be like That was just a bunch of gibberish. So he goes and visits an old friend and then they have a little another flashback. And it talks about them infiltrating a castle where Frankenstein... This is weird. Did Frankenstein also come from the Fable homelands? I don't, I, don't, I don't know how all this works. But it turns out to be a trap. Because while they did reanimate Frankenstein, they prefer the lycanthrop blood of Big B. Which I'm not even sure if he has... Did they give a reason for that? I don't know. It's all very strange. So, but at the end, I mean, a couple of the soldiers die, but Big B, then they built the castle, but Big B take old Franken, Frankie's head, and it's in Fable Town. So, uh, after that, there's that re-election, and it turns out old King Cole, when he it gets outvoted by Prince Charming, and this is weird, are they still going to call him King Cold? King Cole. Because King, King Cold is uh, Frieza's father from Dragon Ball Z. Who sounded like this? I will get you, Trunks. Uh, he lasted like five seconds. Then Trunks took him out. Are they still going to call him King Cole? I think they do. But So Prince Charming takes over. And uh, he he won because he was like, I'm going to give you all transformation, glamour, spells, whatever. And then you can go in and out. And then it turns out like uh, all good uh, or normal um, politicians. He lied. So people are pissed over that. And Sleeping Beauty. Do they just call her Beauty? What do they call her? Sleeping? SB? I don't know. She's taking over for Snow's old job. And... The wolf, or the beast, is taking over the sheriff's job. Oh, and it, like, Toad, Fred, Fred, Frau Conter, whatever, the old witch, uh, she can't do all those spells for people. It's weird, it doesn't really give them a reason why. Did she say it, it was expensive or they just can't do it? I See, this is what I don't understand. Why can't they do it? I'm... So, it'll take forever. Say, it takes forever. But it's not... It's like a one-time thing, right? Where you go and you work your little spells for people. Once in, And then, you know, you don't have to see them again. And the occasional touch-up, I guess. But, yeah. And you're done. So, oh, and it turns out Jack stole about four to six billion. I just don't understand how. I might have been explaining Jack and Fables. But Jack stole uh, treasures from one of Bluebeard's room, but it's like four to six billion. Which I'm a bit confused at how Bluebeard had four to six billion and how Jack stole four to six billion. All very weird. And then that goes into the spin-off, Jack of Fables, which is a good, more enjoyable book. So Snow Snow gives birth, but <laughs> I get to use this line. Snow gives birth, but she doesn't have not one, not two, not three. Not four, not five, not six, seven. And I'm not just blowing smoke. 
But she has seven, well, babies. It turns out everyone thinks there's six. One or two look human. The others are like half wolfish. And then she goes and lives on the farm because, you know, they're not normal. And they could also fly for some strange reason, which I didn't get at first. Because Big Big B can't fly, right? Yeah, no, Big B can't fly. He can blow. Big B can blow really well. Um, like his father, father of the North Wind. So while she's at the farm, uh, Big B's father, oh, Big B leaves now into parts unknown. Um, because he's not invited to the farm because he tried to eat everyone there and has eaten some people. Um, but Big B's father comes and then he offers to train them because he's like, what the hell? It's been a year. I, this is how I imagine his accent. Can they not talk already? Can they, you better learn how to shapeshift. Um, it turns out someone's killing people through asphyxiation. But there's no marking behind. Anyways, it turns out that it was Snow's seventh invisible child. Who she then sends a... Who can talk after a year. It's just he couldn't learn because no one was there and then she sends him away to find big b which uh i don't think that i don't think any of this pans out for like two trades oh and uh boy blue i'm looking at my stack of trades now so boy blue is uh he took the cloak and some sword and went to the homelands to get his woman that's kind of important so all right well enough of recapping and we're off. I just finished Why the Last Man. Now I'm going to knock out. Knock out Fables. With the left, right, left, right, left. And you're wondering how, how, how. I'm only going over to the adversary storyline. It's so hard not to, because I really don't want to read Fables. It's so hard not to A, torrent it, or B, Wikipedia it. Be like, ooh, that's how it ends. I'm doing this for you guys, my five loyal listeners. So, people, uh, I'll probably there are a couple of people I do want to have on the show to discuss fables is again. This <laughs> should be interesting. Just like Why the Last Man, it'll be interesting. It always is. It's a cozy book. So, um, yeah, okay. So as I've said before. One of the major downsides to Fables is that there's a huge cast of characters. Coincidentally, another downside is it's a huge white cast of characters. But I digress. So, that means a lot of uh, characters don't get to shine, like Cinderella. I think she's been shown briefly in the beginning, but I don't remember her because it was like, Oh, there's Cinderella. Or, Oh, hi, Cinderella. Cinderella. Apparently, this is the episode where I can't pronounce things more than normal. Eh, go figure. It's a shame Cinderella only gets one issue. Mm, this this book really feels like the, the spin-off book. Yeah, what is this? Trade 5? So, this, out of this, I think you get Cinderella's miniseries, which I do want to read. Probably because it's not written by uh, Bill Wingham. But then you also get the Jack spin-off series, like... This seems to be the point where it's like where Bill Willingham realizes, man, I got a lot of characters in here. I can't really focus on them. 
but I can make more money off them, so I would do spin-offs. There you go. But I um, does anyone know if the Cinderella miniseries is good? I heard the literals one was nah. Although I'm one of the few that like Jagged Fables. That's ending. Um, that's ending. Or that ended. So I'd be more inclined to buy finish that series. And I like Jack. Anyways, so I like. Uh, I'm sure you hear that guy bumping the music really loud. And if you're not, you should probably edit this part out. But I won't. So I like that Cinderella is a spy for Fable Town, and she's a black ops spy, and no one knows but Big B. But I'm hoping the miniseries has a little background flashback info because it's like how did she get that way why cinderella she was like a princess who hated her stepsisters and mother right yeah yeah that's the one did she feel anything for sleeping with crane remorse disgust like how do you turn this is i want to know how did you turn a character with her i mean i know her story how did you turn her character into a spy so I'm hoping that's explained in our miniseries. If not, I would be disappointed again. I'd be like, oh, damn it. Why did I buy this? Okay, so. We finally get some background on Big B. Aside from a unnecessarily cramped short story that's pigeonholed in one of the trades. So from what I uh, remember, it's been a while since I've read Fables. Months? Year? Uh, months? I don't know. There's been very little characterization of background, especially specifically on Big B. He's lovestruck slash stalkerish uh, about Snow and obsessive over her, and uh, and has not only been that way for like a decade or two, but apparently for centuries, ever since he first met. Creepy. So. I did enjoy his uh, flashback World War II story, not because of Big B. I enjoyed it more because it was told from the soldier's point of view and how they dealt with things, you know, because they're normal and can't transform into monsters or live through getting shot in the head. So, but and but I did like Big B's character or interaction with the soldiers, but that was all because, like I've said before, another downside. Is, uh, is this the worst downside? Okay, I don't know. Another downside is that nearly every character in Fables is overpowered. See, Frankenstein still lives, even though his head got pulled off. Bigby is like a, a beast in this book. He's more powerful than Wolverine. But Snow gets shot in the head and survives. This is what See, this is what I don't understand. I'm not sure if the Three Little Pigs that got their head chopped off are still alive. This is what I don't understand. It seems to be no rhyme or reason as to which character survives. Like, they'll say, oh, because they're really popular. But then it's like, is Crane not popular? Like, who's more popular, Ichabod Crane or Goldilocks? That's kind of a wash. Is Bigby popular? I mean, there's a wolf, what, in the one Little Red Riding Hood? Oh, Three Little Pigs? I suppose he's popular. And then Snow, is she's she's popular, but is she more popular than, uh, I don't know, who else died? Whoever else died. It's like, it's like, they're all pretty popular. It's not, 
like nameless guy in some random uh for example if you took uh snow white's tail like you figured who's who's powerful in there white uh the wicked stepmother i don't know if she's alive or is represented by frau totenkinder toten whatever so you figure okay you figure that those two people maybe the mirror be the popular, but you like one of the dwarfs, like random dwarf, really popular. Is Rose Red popular? Can you how she survive? Nah, I don't know. I, it's just, it, it really is no, it really does bother me, and it, it bothers me that. So a year has passed. It didn't take. I don't. I don't. I rem, I don't remember the exact time, but I remember. It not taking long for Goldilocks and Snow to put themselves together after getting shot in the head. And in Goldilocks' case, ran over too. And I think stabbed with something. This is just ridiculous. Um, but Snow is still using a cane at the end of this book. And it's been at least a year here. Um, longer since she's been shot. And it's like, why are you still having a goddamn cane? So, that's terrible. Now... My biggest problem with the mean seasons is that it's just an epilogue. Now, uh, what was the last book? March of the Wooden Soldiers, right? March of the Wooden Soldiers peaked. Or it's had a lot of action and a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, but here, not much happens here. I mean, things do happen in the changing of the guard. There's a new regime. There's unresolved plot lines involving Jack, uh, Boy Blue... Big B, Snow. There's like all their stuff here. But there's there's no action. It's all it's all build up. It's all cliffhanging for the next stuff. So eh, that kind of works against it. I do I did like the mystery who was killing people, but I still the ending was kind of like go find your father. They wouldn't understand it. Instead of uh, well, would they really? kill a baby who didn't know what it was doing and did it to survive and then maybe might want to get some training from uh great north guy north north guy north of the great wind big beast father so i mean i oh one last thing i also don't understand the title the mean seasons is so is it is it supposed to mean the passage of time are there seasons in here that are mean i suppose uh, bigby's dad i guess but really it's just the passage of time yeah i don't the mean seasons what else can season mean seasons weather i'm gonna i'm gonna google that right now because i need okay dictionary.com or seasoning Alright, seasons. So bear with me, folks. Alright. One of the four periods of the year. A, oh, okay, I, guess, I suppose. Well, hmm. It's not season, right? Use, I don't know. My English. I write in my English. My grammar. I'm not grammar girl. So, a period of the year characterized by particular conditions of weather temperature etc the raining season so i suppose i would have to do that 
although verb used with object, to heighten or improve the flavor of food by adding condiments, spices, herbs, or the like. Used without object, become seasoned, matured, hardened, or the like. So I'm guessing it is a period of the year characterized. Well, that makes sense. I mean, this book happened over a year, and there were periods. Though I don't remember seeing winter in New York. Fall, maybe? Was there any? Was there changing in seasons? I don't know. What happened over a year, but what was mean? Nothing was mean. Was it, it wasn't a bad season. We had childbirth. That was weird. I don't, I don't get it. Next book makes more sense. Homelands. Homelands. Alright, so overall, I give it a three. I give it a three. Not bad, not good. This is more like a, eh, okay, nice epilogue. As always, thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate it. If you left me some feedback on iTunes, you can support the show by buying my DRM free e DRM free ebook, but not a free ebook. It's just DRM free. Catalyst the passage of Hell's Fire through any e-teller. Next week's pick will be the unwritten Dead Man's Knock. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions, you can email me at vertigocast@gmail.com, and you can go to comicforums.com and buy my comics and movies. See what's coming up. Visit the website at vfervertigo.blogspot.com. I'm also part of the Comics Podcast Network. Go, go check that out at comicspodcast.com. I hope that Mike didn't pick that up. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash hellsfire. And remember, na 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 Hey, goodbye. And like that, 